I just want to let you know, I'm on my third cup of coffee for today, so that's the energy that I'm bringing to this recording. Uh-oh. Caffeine crash incoming. Incoming for real, but for now, we're going. Okay, don't get cranky on me yet. I don't get cranky. Save I just it. go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, don't get sleepy on me yet. We got to talk about music samples. I'm and ready. it's a big one. I know. I'm so ready to teach the children. <laughs> well, let's go. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Line, where two best friends are you over pop music. At the end of each episode, one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both make our own list from that theme, then we come together to fight it out to pick the top five best songs. This week, we're going to be using my topic, who our previous guest Naomi Cannibal chose. She was on our previous episode, the Pop Queens of the 2010s. We loved having her on. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun topic, too. She was our first YouTuber guest. And what an amazing guest. I mean, she just gets us and our music and the the whole (laughs) vibe of this podcast. I feel like she fit in perfectly. Yes, exactly. So welcome. If anyone is listening from the Naomi Cannibal community, welcome. We absolutely love Naomi here. Huge fans. Yes, welcome. And this should be a pretty good episode to be a first episode or second episode if you listen to that one. This is our samples episode. Yeah, we have a lot of opinions and a lot of things to say in this episode, I feel. We've got opinions. (laughs) Yes. And before we get to our samples discussion... We've had quite a a start going on between the two of us within our own little world. We recorded a special album homework episode for our Patreon, and we're trying to gather interest for more people to get on our Patreon. It's $4 a month. We do a special episode each month, and then you also get an extended episode of a previously released episode. And the next album homework that we're going to do is the Rachel Stevens Come and Get It album, which Jacob has never listened to or hadn't, at least until I forced him to listen to it. That was his homework. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've recorded the episode. It's in the can and (laughs) it was amazing. And at this point, I'm pretty much holding it hostage. I want more people to hear this episode. I want to hold this episode (laughs) until more people can hear it. It was a great conversation, and there's also a little bit of reporting we've done after our conversation, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm correct. Yes. So while I was doing a little research for my notes for that episode, by the way, if you don't know who Rachel Stevens is, she was a member of S Club 7 when she went solo in the early 2000s. Her second solo album is one of the greatest pop albums of all time. It's a must listen if you're a pop music fan. If you don't know about it, it's because she was 
big in the UK. So I forgive you if right. you don't know about it. That's why Jacob didn't know about it. And I'm <laughs> I'm the UK pop person on this podcast. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I found out in my research that the Negotiate with Love CD single came with a game on it. And so I went online and I ordered it and I have it in my hands <gasps> and I haven't played the game yet. I'm saving it for, I don't know what. But I'm so excited. I don't know how you have not given into temptation by now and played this game. I had to download like QuickTime to play the karaoke video, which I filmed <laughs> and I'll post after this episode is out. <laughs> You're probably going to have to download at least five viruses just to get the game running and everything. <laughs> no, it ran. It ran. I just didn't press start to play the game. Oh my God. Okay. I'm, I want to see this so badly. I know. Well, I wanted to film it. I wanted to record it with my phone, but it's you have to play it with the keyboard. So I gave up. All right. Well, I'm going to teach you how to record your actual computer and we'll get a proper <laughs> recording of this because everyone needs to see this game. I have no idea what it is. I don't know what the game could be, but I think people on our Patreon deserve to see this when this app comes out. I this is a piece of pop music history. And that's why I said I'm holding this hostage. I might end up, I mean, I'll probably end up showing this to the world. The world deserves to see it, to be honest. Yeah, we should put it on our, we should dust off our YouTube account. We just might. (laughs) We just might. As an act of pop music history, I think we need (laughs) to put it over there. But everyone, if you want to be around whenever we release this Rachel Stevens album homework episode, just go to patreon.com slash hits don't lie pod and join us over there. There's tons of content right now. More coming every month. That's right. So let's get down to business. We need to talk about this dirty little business that's going on with samples. Mm -hmm. There's a lot happening in music where something called interpolations are just hastily being called samples as well. And interpolations and samples are two totally separate things. They are. And actually best interpolations would also make a great future episode. I would love to come back one day and have an episode about the best interpolations in pop music. But an interpolation is more like a musical reference or a throwback to another song. So off the top of my head, the first interpolation that really came to my mind or I really noticed in pop, not the first one by any means, it's very recent, was when Ariana Grande in the movie Seven Rings. Okay, little producer's note here. I totally said the wrong song name. I said Seven Rings and it's the song Break Up With Your Girlfriend. And I also just called it a movie instead of a song. So it's Break Up With Your Girlfriend. And I guess every time I say Seven Rings, I'll just dub Break Up With Your Girlfriend over it. Sorry. Back to the episode. When Ariana Grande in Break Up With Your Girlfriend, she referenced an old NSYNC song. It was the song It Makes Me Ill by NSYNC. I'm going to go ahead and put a clip in here for educational purposes. So 
So there's that popular line from NSYNC. And then in the song from Ariana Grande, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, she just sort of references that line, but she's singing it herself. You can say hey then if you want to, but I only hate on it because I want to say I'm tripping if you feel like but you without me ain't right. You could call me crazy because I want you and I never even never never met you. Right. And that's the key thing. She's singing it herself. That's right. So this to me is a reference. It's a throwback. Technically, it's called an interpolation. So interpolations are happening a lot more, a lot in music these days. And I'm liking it it. so much lately. I'm liking it. I'm enjoying these little throwbacks. And I like catching these references, too, because... We've been yeah, around, okay? <laughs> We've been around <laughs> for the originals, right? So I love catching them and noticing them, but I'm tired of them being called samples. Right. So what do you want to say? Throw in your two cents. Well, I just want to say everyone needs to figure out this difference. I guess interpolation, maybe it's a scary sounding word to some people, but just remember, if the artist is not using the actual sound file, the actual thing that was in a song, if they are recreating it with new instruments, if they are singing lyrics that are different or singing any lyrics, if they are the ones singing the lyrics, even if they're the same, it is an interpolation. So do we need to look up, is it interpolation or interpolation? Interpolation. Interpolation. Okay. Got it. Good. Okay. (laughs) So let's move on. I want to talk about how difficult was your research for this? So easy. Okay, so I <laughs> was one- yours. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I'm the one who brought this topic. And in fact, years ago, when we were planning this podcast, this was immediately one of the first topics that I came up with. And back then, when I was coming up with topic ideas, I went ahead and I brainstormed a bunch of songs as well. So I was like, I've got this in the bag. I already have my little list back from years ago. And I went back. I opened my little notes file. And I was like, this is going to be great. My research is done. I opened that little notes file. And it was like, it went like, (laughs) when I opened it, (laughs) there was like cobwebs. (laughs) Just a post-it note saying to do. (laughs) (laughs) It was like. Stronger by He Who Shall Not Be Named. Okay. It was one song that was actually an interpolation. Uh-huh. And one song that I ended up using today. So that was it. <laughs> so I was totally on my own. <laughs> For me, I had maybe two songs definitely in mind. One I'm afraid you're going to steal. And then I was just like, I went to whosampled.com, not sponsored by them, but love that website for this. And I was just typing in people I love, things I love to remind myself of what kind of samples were out there. And I think I found a couple good ones. I'm excited about my picks, but I am afraid that we're going to have a couple songs similar. Me too. (laughs) And I'm glad because we get to talk about it. (laughs) Yes. I can't wait. Okay, so let's get started. Let's get off our little samples soapbox and let's get started. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about it. Reach Out by Hilary Duff. 
<gasps> yes! my god i've been wanting to talk about this song for so long it finally gets its day on our podcast oh my god i guess we should just start out by saying that this song samples personal jesus by depeche mode Reach out, touch face. an amazing sample that has been used by a lot of different songs but reach out does it right so good right we've gotten that out of the way this song is just like (laughs) one of our iconic pop songs that we will never forget (laughs) this is one of the songs and music videos that i bought on itunes and this i think we've (laughs) talked before about how i would invite people over for a party and then put on music videos Yes. And make them watch. This is one that I would make everyone watch during the party. And I'm obsessed with every little frame of this music video, every note of this song. (laughs) And this was a turn for her. This was like new sexy Hillary. Don't you feel like this should have been a bigger moment than it was? I guess I do. I'm confused because we made it so big. That's true. In our personal history, I don't remember it in any other way. That's the thing, though. Outside of our friend group, I don't know that other people really got into this song like we were. Okay. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. (laughs) Yes. This song is exactly what our podcast is all about and what it was made for. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Can I be honest? This was not on my list. I forgot about this. Why did you do that? Why did you I do not know. I do not know. I do not know, Erin. Well, it was serendipitous that I brought it in. Yeah, it was meant to be. I, oh my God. I'm amazed that you forgot about it because it's almost as if our entire podcast was leading up to this moment and <laughs> talking true. about this We're one done. song. This is the final episode. <laughs> no, not true. Not true. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember how obsessed you were with her lip gloss in this video? Oh, that's so weird. I don't remember that, but I was just about to bring it up. You were. You Apparently, were I'm still obsessed, obsessed with it. With it. <laughs> I don't remember. I was just about to talk about it. It looks so good. In the music video, there is this close up where she is right next to a guy's head. And the guy's looking away from the camera, but she's looking to the camera. And she has her hand kind of wrapped around his head, kind of clawing at his hair. She's singing into his ear. Yeah, singing right into his ear. And her lips are glossed. It's these cherry, like sinfully deep cherry red lip gloss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2008. Ooh, what a time. What a time. I don't think I've ever really listened to a Hillary Duff song before this. Great job. Bravo, Erin. Bravo. Winner. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a strong start. It's a very strong start. Okay, your turn. Okay, well, I also have a strong start. This is one that I think a lot of people are going to expect. It deserves to be here. It is Britney's Toxic. Oh, yes. This is perfect. knows toxic it's one of britney's most famous songs most successful songs it is just a gem of a pop song and it has this indian bollywood sample laced throughout from the song and i'm gonna butcher this i'm sorry to any blue speak hindi from the song tirimiri bichamin from a bollywood film and i'm so it- glad you attempted that and not me <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I listened to the song so many times and just tried to copy what she says in the song. So we'll see. You did your research. But it is just a perfect use of a sample to make a piece of art that is refreshing and new. I mean, it was only really new maybe to the Western audience because, you know, Bollywood has been doing these amazing sounds for who knows how long. But this is just a classic sample to me. This is an exact like 10 out of 10 sample to me. I agree. And if you actually look it up on YouTube, the way that the producers Bloodshy and Avant sort of remixed that sample to work it into this song is basically music genius. You just have to look it up. There's a video that shows the way they pulled the just a couple of seconds from the original and remixed it to get to the final product that we have in the song Toxic is so good. And also this song is pop classic. Pop classic. Uh, a little tidbit about the song. It was initially offered to Kylie Minogue. Really? Can you imagine this by Kylie? It doesn't feel right, does it? 2003. It would have been on Body Language. It would have been on the album Body Language for Kylie. And I just don't see it there. I, I, I can understand why she passed on it. That's weird that I was just about to say 2003 Kylie. It would have fit on Body Language. That would have been the only album it would have fit on <laughs> the same time you said. I just can't see it for her at all. Well, Body Language is her only like American style pop sound album. So it would have had to go on that. I guess if it had been on any. That is a little pop tidbit. Little pop tidbit. The song, of course, written in part by Kathy Dennis, who pop fans know from a a million different amazing songs Can't Get You Out of My Head, Come Into My World, both Kylie classics. I Kissed a Girl from Katy Perry. A ton of S Club 7 tracks. I mean, she's a genius in herself. Right. And I mean, I don't know that we've talked about it on the pod yet somehow, but samples. I know. This is great. 
I'm trying, the reason I'm not saying much is because I brought this song, so I'm like, shoot, <laughs> what, is, what am I going to replace it with? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you opened with Hillary then. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. that's why I'm being so quiet is because now I'm looking at my other songs like, what is going to be my replacement? Because I love this one. <laughs> Excellent pick. You did the best. Thank you. And thank seriously, you. we need to link that video that I'm talking about where it literally shows how the sample is lifted and mixed around. It's so interesting. So yeah, I'll let's make put sure that, in the show that we tweet that out. Yeah. Oh, the show notes too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, this was one of the songs that immediately I was like, if we're talking samples, Toxic has to be here. So absolutely. And I didn't know it was a sample forever until recent years, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I probably was the same. I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, when do you, when are you replacing your next one? Lay it or down? Hmm. I think that was my number four. I think I'm going to bring my honorable mention in to replace my number four because my last pick was going to be toxic. Okay. So it's okay. Well, then what's your second pick? My second pick is going to make so many of our listeners happy. We have a special circle of listeners who are going to be so excited for my next pick. It's Danny Minogue. <sighs> and on her Neon Nights album, which just had its 20th anniversary. Congratulations. She had a single. Yes. She, she had a single called Don't Want to Lose This Feeling, which got a special remix treatment that was called Don't Want to Lose This Groove. And that remix sampled Into the Groove by Madonna. So let's listen to oh. Don't Want to Lose This Groove by Danny Minogue. start off by saying how hot she was in this era <laughs> still is still is stop still <laughs> is i'm just saying like oozed sensuality during this era yeah. she was definitely doing the hot summer nights thing this whole mm -hmm. era mm -hmm. so don't want to lose this feeling is definitely my favorite or one of my favorite songs on the neon nights album i love the fact that somebody had the musical ear to say I've got to mash up this song with Into This Groove. Yeah, there are certain people who just have a calling to do this sort of work where they hear something <laughs> and something in their soul needs to put these songs together. And it's fun. It's a fun, hot little summer pop song. But this, this one's for so the fans. Good. Hi, fans. <laughs> I did this one just for you. It'd be honest, did Eliza send you death threats if you didn't pick no, this No, this was be from honest. the heart. This was from the heart. <laughs> I've been jamming to Neon Nights this week. Shout out to the 20th anniversary of this amazing pop album. And in one more year, the album will be old enough to buy alcohol in the United States. <laughs> We're going to take it out. We're going to get it wasted. <laughs> We're going to dance all night. All right. 
That's so a great pick. Go. I'm glad that was just on your mind, in your ears this week so that you could bring it. Freely. There were no Elizas in my <laughs> inbox about this. I swear. <laughs> well, my next song is a group that is pretty much famous and made their whole business off of sampling. We got to talk Daft Punk if we're going to talk samples. Absolutely. And one of my favorites is One More Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this pick and I don't know how I do not know how but 23 years on this song is as fresh as ever can you believe and as new as ever how can you believe that was <laughs> it was actually written in 1998 and they sat on it until they released discovery oh in 2000 gosh. how is that possible uh, here's something else about it it's so repetitive and it's just <laughs> You never get tired of it. Well, it's I think a so lot great. of it has to do with that sample and that groove, which is More Spell on You by Eddie Johns. And... The way they used the sample is so, it's the whole song. Like, they didn't sample the whole song. I mean that the sample holds up the whole song. And there's kind of a sad story around it, though, because Johns was uncredited in the liner notes and received zero royalties from this. And apparently he later on was, you know, destitute and kind of didn't have any money and he should have been getting money from this. The way it worked was that Daft Punk paid royalties to the French publishing company that owned the rights in 1995. And it wasn't until an investigation by the LA Times in 2021 that made the publishing company go out and try to find John's or try to find his family or estate or something. But they couldn't find him. They don't know where he is. So, like, there's all this money owed to him or his family and nowhere to be found. Don't know where this man is. That's terrible. Has Daft Punk commented on this? I didn't see any official comments from Daft Punk. But from what I understand, it seems like they did their part at the time. And it was kind of on the publishing company to do the rest of the work to find Eddie Johns. But... Yeah, it's just one of those really sad moments of he wasn't listed as the owner of this. So sadly, the money went to someone else, even though did not deserve it. The artist needs to get paid. Agreed. Yeah, that's sad. But I hope that doesn't ruin the song because it's still an amazing song. And I have hope that they're going to find him or his family and make amends. Yes, I hope that too. I'll tell you why I laughed when... (laughs) You brought up this song. This song is so repetitive. And I can't even remember if I've ever brought this up on this podcast. But have you ever tried to do karaoke to this song? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would attempt any Daft Punk karaoke. (laughs) I would just be on the floor by the time it ended. What are you talking about? 
Why would any sane person try that? <laughs> I guess I thought there was going to be more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there Did was going to be more. Did you finish the song? No. No. <laughs> I gave up once I realized or remembered that. That was all that was all there was to it. That was it. <laughs> Just one more time. <laughs> over and over. Oh man. Fun times. Timeless Fun song. Times. Has it has enough time passed that we can now call this song timeless? Because I'm gonna call it that. It was instantly timeless. Like a day after it came out, it was timeless. So yeah, I think now definitely we can call it timeless. Okay, well, we have different definitions of timeless. <laughs> Well, there we go. There's some Daft Punk. I got some personal DMs saying somebody was going to be angry if Daft Punk didn't show up. And I had already planned on bringing them. So there we go. Oh, you got DMs saying somebody was going to be angry? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A certain Frenchman was DMing me that Daft Punk had to show uh, up. So Okay. <laughs> I don't get DMs. You, you're All the stuff goes to you, and I just let it happen. <laughs> Okay, the next song, listen, the next one's a Rihanna song, and I bet you can't guess because I could have done all Rihanna picks. I had to narrow it down, and I decided on, there's a DJ Khaled song, which I actually consider a Rihanna song. It's Rihanna featuring DJ Khaled in my (laughs) mind. It's called Wild Thoughts, and it samples Maria Maria by Carlos Santana. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite Rihanna songs featuring DJ Khaled. You mean DJ Khaled songs? (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't know if you could take it. No, you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I want to be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in his wedges like he came from Maytag. Rocker with sit on the brown. When I get like this, I can't be around you. You're right that there are so many Rihanna songs we could have mentioned. I had on my list SOS because that's a very classic oh gosh sample from rihanna Ooh, making me have second thoughts but no (laughs) this song came out five years ago and i haven't stopped i can't move on from this song it just has a hold on me i love it so much that guitar Mm, that guitar and it's mostly rihanna how dare dj khaled say this is featuring her (laughs) This is what he does, though, isn't it? Doesn't he just produce songs? I never really understood his place in the industry, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Okay, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just like a classic Rihanna being cool on the beat kind of song, right? Sorry, I'm just watching the music video. She's so gorgeous. Yes. Would my contribution have been more well-received by you if I had brought SOS? Well, I mean, I have history with SOS, so... True. I haven't listened to this song that much, and I feel like SOS Jacob, has this song a has a hold on me. Sample. True. I feel that. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> I can definitely see the seduction of this song, though. It, it just gets in you, doesn't it? It's hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I didn't know you were such a fan of DJ Khaled, but. <laughs> this is a Rihanna song. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna, Wild Thoughts. She sang it at the Super Bowl. That's how you know. <laughs> also, I love the original of that song. Do you remember that one, Maria? Maria, Maria, of course I remember that song. Are you joking? It was written by Wyclef Jean. That's surprising. Mm -hmm. He's been around. My man's been around. (laughs) He has threads throughout all types of music at this point. He's everywhere. He was in the Fugees with Lauryn Hill. Yeah. And he was on the breakout Destiny's Child single, No, No, No. Part two? A little fun fact. They had No, No, No. And then when he heard it, he wanted to remix it. And so he made them retitle No, No, No to part one so that his contribution would be part two. Interesting. Listen, Mm -hmm, we're just mm -hmm. fitting facts all over the place in this episode. We have facts today. I didn't even look that up. I just knew that. I'm reading the Wikipedia page and it's confirming what you just said. See? I just got stuff in this brain, Erin. Stuff that you don't even know. I do know that you have stuff in that brain. (laughs) Okay, you have wild thoughts. That is, I have wild thoughts. You're right. You're right. Well, let's get to my third song because I'm so excited about this one. It's your penultimate pick. Ooh, way to use that word correctly. I know. I need to talk about one of my favorite Miley Cyrus songs. Okay. It is from her Plastic Hearts album in 2020, which stole my life, this album. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, I think I know which one. I think it was on my list. Oh, I want to talk about Midnight Sky. Oh, yes. a great pick this is a great pick midnight sky really cleverly samples stevie nicks edge of 17 And it's really kind of layered in the background. It's like a structure sound that everything is built on when it gets to the chorus of this song. It's not an in-your-face sample like some others, but it is so well-placed to me that I can't imagine the song without that little sample in the background. You're right. It's so subtle that I forgot about the sample. I got so used to it. Right. Because everything is just layered on top of it. It it just feels like the foundation of the song. And it works perfectly because... And I this, love this song. Oh, absolutely. But the sample works perfectly to me because this era and this song of Miley was very much this sort of synth pop rock glam aspect of herself 
which is so Stevie Nicks and Edge of Seventeen. It's just so the essence of that song. Yes. Um, she actually, Miley felt that so much that she actually called Stevie Nicks and got her blessing for this song. Even after the sample was cleared, she wanted to make sure that Stevie Nicks was, you know, like, go for it, Miley. And she was. Apparently, Stevie loved this song so much that they did a remix of this, Aaron. And I've linked it for you. Yes. The midnight sky is the road I'm taking. Head high up in the clouds. I'm a one runner, don't belong to anyone. Oh, no. Don't mean to be hurt by you. Fire in my lungs, can't fight the devil on my tongue. Oh, no. Edge of Midnight remix that's kind of a mashup kind of style thing. It's new vocals from Stevie Nicks and it's mashed up into the Midnight Sky song with that sample tying the two together. It's amazing. I almost just brought this, but it's more of a mashup remix situation or interpolation situation instead of sample to me. So this is a great distinction between the original Midnight Sky clearly just samples. This remix kind of mashes up in a way. And I loved this when it came out. I put it straight on my current rotation playlist. Mm-hmm. Can I it's be one honest? Of those where, what? After I picked this song for this list, I've been listening to this album again for several days and cannot stop. I'm, I'm addicted again. Well, she's got the new album that came out. Also great. Also a great album. I think we might talk about it in the future. Yes. We're going to we're going to talk about it on the flip side, aka the Patreon. <laughs> 90s kids rise up. <laughs> Is that a 90s thing? I don't know. <laughs> on the flip side, it feels very much like a 90s movie thing. <laughs> so you had to replace one of your songs. What is mm-hmm. your replacement? What are you going to treat us to? I think you'll like my replacement. It's a much more chill vibe. And it's a throwback. Okay. Way back to our college days. Back to when we listened to mixtapes of artists before they were popular. Mm. And I'm referring to the Weekend Trilogy. He had a song called What You Need. On the original trilogy version, the mixtapes version, it sampled Aaliyah's Rock the Boat. Yes. And it's such a cool, sexy song. Oh, man. This song brings back not just memories, but like sensations. If that Vibes. makes any sense. No, I, I'm there with you. 
I'm totally there with you. I'm having like a sensory experience just listening to this song. And looking at the black and white photo that accompanies this song. And eventually when the albums were released on streaming, each of the songs that originally had a sample had to be released without their samples. Oh, I didn't realize that. So they weren't cleared, I guess. They weren't cleared, but finally they were re-released with the samples. So you can now find this version on streaming, but for a long period of time, it was a more boring, sad version of this song (laughs) that was on streaming without Aaliyah's voice. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it without it. To be honest, I don't know that I've heard the version without because I always had the downloaded mixtape version that we originally heard. That's a great one. I would have never thought of that. So Yeah, this isn't a song. It's a mood. <laughs> it's a mood. It's a memory. It's an experience. Definitely. Mm. I always love when we can bring up the classic mixtapes on this podcast. Yes. I feel like we need to preach about them. I think we have been doing that. I think we're doing a good job (laughs) as long as we keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. Well, great replacement, I think. I'm glad that came up. Yes, and I'm really happy about the sudden inspiration honorable mention that I just just had, too. (laughs) So what's our closer? What's our exciting, gripping final song that's going to lead us out? Erin, do I have a closer for you today? Okay, yay. It is a sample we've already talked about once, but a different song I want to talk about. The 2001 hit, Destiny's Child, Bootylicious. <laughs> double sample, double sample. That's awesome. Double Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> Edge of 17, that little, it goes everywhere. It has such mileage. This song was basically genius. Genius, this song. And it is sampled in Bootylicious. Stevie Nicks is in the music video pretending to play her guitar. I love this. Just such a moment in time. Wait, how did I miss the fact that Stevie Nicks is in the music video? Right? She's right there in the opening. She's there. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's crazy. So like I said, this is from their 2001 album Survivor. It was their third album. It made up this word bootylicious. One thing about this song, if you ask who wrote it, you get different stories. So if you ask Beyonce, Miss Beyonce Knowles will say that she was inspired to write the song on a flight to either London or Japan or something because she was listening to the guitar riff on Edge of Seventeen, which reminded her of a voluptuous woman. So if you can imagine that, that's one story. But if you ask the producer, Rob Fusari, he will tell you that he actually wanted to build the track on a sample of Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, if you can imagine. 
And for some reason, he was unable to locate that song, so he just picked Edge of Seventeen instead. <laughs> so I don't know who to believe, but apparently Fusari wanted to just play the guitar riff himself, but, you know, Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's manager and father, said no. So it could have been, Aaron, an interpolation, but it was a sample. Yes, I have heard that story a few times. It's just <laughs> one of those mysteries. One of those things. One of those things. We'll never truly know, but it's still an iconic pop song. Love the sample. Mm -hmm. I love I love it when a sample just turns a song on its head and makes a totally new creation. Yes, it really does groove the whole song. <laughs> and Bootylicious is a fun and funny song. Yes, it's camp and I love it. <laughs> Didn't think of this one at all. Perfect closer. Well, I knew it was a risk bringing two Edge of Seventeen samples, but you know what? I'm happy with no, it. I think they're me too. lovely. <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready to sort these? Ooh, let's do it. Okay. Well, I always say I want to go first. Do you mind? You never seem to mind. Go for it. I don't mind at all. Okay. I want Bootylicious to be on here. Ooh, that's exciting. Me too. I'm just... I didn't expect that one, and <laughs> I really like it. You just and felt we it? have to put, yeah, I felt it. And I really want, I think we must put Reach Out by Hillary on here. It has to be. It's such it a big favorite. And Toxic by Britney Spears because we both brought it. Of course. Well, that's dang, that was an easy three right there. Easy. Now, once again, we come to the battle of the last two. <laughs> It comes to this every episode. <laughs> it does. It does. Now, I just have to say Daft Punk, they are known for their sampling. And I mean, karaoke staple aside, one more time. <laughs> I think <laughs> needs to be on here. Um, I want to put a pin in that. Just all right, all right, all right. Because... <laughs> I also, I know with Bootylicious, we have a Stevie Nicks sample here, but Midnight Sky is an amazing song. And I think a really great example of using a sample in a way that holds up a song, but doesn't run the song, if that makes sense. Right. What are you feeling? I want to listen to this Danny track again before I comment. I was going to say, what are the chances of Danny or Rihanna or The Weeknd, my other three picks, making it on here? I mean, you're really pulling to the heartstrings with The Weeknd, I got to say. That is a, <laughs> like it's I said, a sensory experience. Aaliyah. I know, right? The Weeknd sampling Aaliyah. It's a double hitter there. I like it. And I love the I love the story of it getting removed and coming back. I think we need to celebrate it coming back. Right. All right, let's put it on the list. Let's put the weekend once again is on a list. So you're choosing what you need by the weekend. Yes. Okay. But we have one more spot. And you need my vote now. Well, here's what I was gonna say. I think this don't wanna lose this groove is very clever. And okay. it is the month of celebrating Neon Night. So <laughs> I think you're trying to flatter me. No, I'm really into this song and I love okay. when people can mash up sounds like this. So I would okay. be happy if Danny were on this list, actually. Is this the first time Danny's making our top five? Probably. I think so. This is a big moment. This is a big moment. Congratulations, Danny. We love you. Welcome to the top five. <laughs> 
Uh, if only in the future she could have her own top five, Erin. If only. Gosh, wouldn't that be a great topic? That would be great. Mm. I just wish we knew some people that would do that with us. <laughs> It'd be hard to do <laughs> it on our we own. Knew... <laughs> if only we knew some people who had a podcast and liked talking about Danny Minogue <laughs> to come on. <laughs> I don't know that those, I don't think they're out there. I'm not sure they're out there. We'll keep looking. Okay, so... um, God, how are we going to (laughs) rank this? (laughs) I'm feeling really generous, actually. Oh. The only thing that I'm going to say, I'm feeling really generous about what order we put these in, but I know you feel Reach Out by Hilary Duff. I know you feel the importance of this song. (laughs) I do feel the importance, Erin. I do feel the importance of that song. Just give me a free flow of what you're thinking. So right now, internally, there is a war going on between (laughs) the classic and amazing sample use and pop culture milestone moment of Toxic versus our love of Reach Out. So I'm thinking it's pop culture moment versus personal moment for number one in my Mm, mind. That is sort of the everlasting battle on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, But just for the fact that you really surprised me with it, what if we just be naughty and put Reach Out as number one? (laughs) Is it really that naughty? It's a great song. What if we're naughty? Erin, what if we're naughty today? You know you have my full approval on that. (laughs) (laughs) But Toxic has to be number two or I quit. I agree. Agree, agree. It's Reach Out can be number one and Toxic can be one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Bootylicious for number three? Yes. Okay, okay. We're, We're in sync with this. Now, where's Danny going? Well, oh, both these are my These picks. are both your songs. So the last two songs are Don't Want to Lose This Groove by Danny and What You Need by The Weeknd. So they're both your songs. So for you, which one do you have the most pull toward? Oh, I'm feeling pretty equal. So you're kind of, where are you? I mean, you know, The Weeknd has me, like I said, in the heartstrings because it's Aliyah and The Weeknd. Yeah, let's... Let's put the weekend at number four because it's two of our faves. Right, right. Only really that's what seals it for me. And the trilogy mixtapes were such a big moment for us in music when Mm -hmm, we were young. mm -hmm. It was really a lifestyle. (sighs) Yes, it was a mood. It was a moment. It was a vibe. (laughs) The mixtapes. Okay, well, we did it. We once again tackled this top five. Read us out, Erin. Okay. Our top five best samples in a pop song are Number five, Don't Wanna Lose This Groove by Danny Minogue Number four, What You Need by The Weeknd Number three, Bootylicious by Destiny's Child Number two, Toxic by Britney Spears And our number one best sample in a pop song is Reach Out by Hilary Duff Yes, I bet no one suspected that Woo! I 
everybody out there appreciates it. I just know it. Someone remembers this song. <laughs> All right. Well, those were some really great songs. Yeah. I'm. That was really exhilarating for me. That felt <laughs> that was fun. That felt like an itch that we've been waiting to scratch for <laughs> so long. You know what I mean? We've had this inside of us wanting to talk about this for so long. Normally, I would be disappointed that you forgot about Reach Out, but I'm just excited that I'm I got so pleased. to I'm so pleased. refresh your memory. <laughs> well, you mentioned that you just had this amazing pick come to your mind for honorable mention. So what is it? Yes, Kylie Minogue. She's on a hiatus on our podcast just because we <laughs> could talk about her in every we episode. Overdosed. We overdosed a little. We could talk about her in every episode, but I... Gosh, I didn't want to forget this song. She has a song from her ex album called Sensitized, and it is one of my favorite Kylie songs. And it samples a song called Bonnie and Clyde by Serge Gainsbourg and Bridget Bardot. I probably butchered those names, but anyway, it's one of my fave Kylie songs. Let's listen. Throughout the whole thing. Woo! Yes. I love this song so much. We've gone quiet just because we're both so into the song. Yes, we're just listening. It's so sexy. So good. So is the sample that riff underneath that? It's the strings. Yeah. Okay. And the woo! Woo! Both. That's really Brilliant. clever. Brilliant. Vous avez lu l'histoire de Jesse James? Comment il vécu? Yeah, that, that's a great pick. I'm glad that came to your mind. Glad the spirit spoke that into your heart. So the first time she ever performed this song live, it was for the album release for X. She performed this song while riding a slow moving mechanical bull. Slow moving. And it's so sexy. Oof. And just like this song on that, it's just true sex appeal. It's like very burlesque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that moment or that era for her. She was yes. just dripping sexuality. Yes. And... I also want to just slip in Big Energy by Lotto. That Mariah Carey sample, which is actually a sample of another song. Mm-hmm. Had I just want to slip that in. Sample, sample, love samples. That. We love it. Yes. What's yours? I have one that is really more interesting when it comes to the rights dispute and the credits dispute. Do you remember the story behind the Verve's Bittersweet Symphony? No. Well, you remember Bittersweet Symphony. Everybody knows this song. No change, I can change, I can change, I can change. But I'm here in my mode. I am here in my mode. And I'm a million different people from one day to the next. I can change my mode. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey,
It samples a song that apparently was owned by parts of the Rolling Stones. And there was something where the Verve got permission from the copyright holder Decca Records for this song called The Last Time, which is actually by a band called the Andrew Oldham Orchestra. But that is actually composed of people from the Rolling Stones or something. So that's why I'm saying the Rolling Stones. There's a couple people from there. Anyway, they thought they cleared the sample. Apparently, they used too much of the sample or something. Hmm. And then they got into this huge dispute. And what happened in the end is the Verve, apparently, they ended up getting no money from this song. They had no rights to the song. All of it went to the people from the Rolling Stones, Jagger and Richards and whatever, you know, how money just distributes to whatever people. But they got none of it. And it's such wow. a popular song. Like, it's such a big song. It was making millions of dollars. In 2019, apparently Ashcroft from The Verve got the rights back or something. Anyway, it was wow. a whole mess. I should have maybe read into it a lot more. I was going to if I ended up picking it. But it's this whole mess of just like not clearing enough, people taking all this money, and now he has the rights back. So go listen to it some more. Give him some more money because he has the rights now. But it was something like $50 million or something that he would have earned during the time since this was released to now. It was wild. What a saga. What a saga. And this is just what happens when you don't clear your samples good enough, you know? <laughs> and that's Make the thing sure. is it's such a twisty, twisted path sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you can clear it and get sued later. Yeah, you can clear it with the like company that owns it, but not with the writers. And there's some little piece that goes to the writers. Like, it's all crazy. So there you go. That was a very good closing thought for this topic. Well, Erin, do we have any mail today? Listen to the soft, soothing chimes as they twinkle in the wind. <laughs> Are they ghostly? Uh-huh, they're ghosts. <laughs> They've been ghosts this whole time. I'm, I'm off that now. I'm tired <laughs> of being like, ah! <laughs> no, they're friendly ghosts in my mind. I don't okay. I just have a finite amount of energy these days for being surprised. Like, <laughs> ah! Every time they ring. That's fine. But our good friend Phil on Twitter and our faithful listener gave us two good pop songs that have a sample. One that I didn't even think of. He said Lady Gaga's Poker Face, which I either didn't know or I must have known and completely forgotten about it. I don't think I knew. It samples a song called Ma Baker by Boney M. It's basically the part that goes ma 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 ma. So, excellent recommendation. Thank you for letting us know about that. That's a revelation to me. I did not know. That's a really good sample. I feel like somewhere in the dusty corners of my mind, I've heard that little tidbit before. We haven't mentioned that you were kind of a sample, like, sniffer outer. You, I think, are one of the best people I know that can really 
has has an ear for samples. It can really find them. Right. I think maybe that old me is dead. I. <laughs> R.I.P. But you know that actually that may still be true because I'm noticing interpolations. You know, mm-hmm. the first time I ever heard that break up with your girlfriend by Ariana Grande, I immediately said that is a throwback back to It Makes Me Ill by NSYNC back to like <laughs> 2001, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. maybe I do still have that little neck. But anyway, I have never heard this sample. Thank you for that feel. Yes, thank you. It's the mama mama part there if you want to check that out. And then he also told us about Toxic, which both of us picked too, so Great minds, Phil. Great minds. Great minds. We also got an email from Christina. Hi, Christina, who said, Katy Perry did an acoustic version of Black and Gold, which if you guys remember, we talked about Sam Sparrow's Black and Gold on our Golden episode. And she continues, but I don't think it was officially released. You can find it on YouTube and it really shows her talent. Because you're not really here, then the stars don't. know about this i didn't know she covered this me either it's a different side of katie in this song isn't it i do remember her back in this era the original first album era her being a more acoustic and also kind of a pop rock girl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this almost sounds kind of soulful mm-hmm. the way she sings this i like it thank you christina i like that one Yeah, I've never heard this before, so thank you for showing it to us. Thanks for writing in. Jacob, we're so lucky that people actually listen and, like, write in. And I really mean that sincerely. Oh, same. It's so much fun getting these recommendations of songs we never would have thought about or never heard. It's such a treat. I just think we're lucky that people want to, like, respond to us and, like, talk to (laughs) us. (laughs) I love it. So now it's on to my favorite part, and it's your turn. All right. I have a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a bit. I think it's going to be fun to do research for. I think it's going to be really fun to just talk about these songs. So I'm saying our next topic is almost award-winning songs. What? These are songs that were nominated (laughs) for an award, Grammy, Brit, whatever, but did not win the award. So Uh, uh, maybe they were nominated for Song of the Year. Maybe they were nominated for Dance Track of the Year, whatever, but they did not win. My mouth is on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say it right now. How am I going to research for this? We're just going to have to go back, back, back in time and look through categories and find your favorites. I think we need to put bonus points if we both agree that the song should have won that year. If we think the song got snubbed, I think that's a bonus point for the song. What's this episode going to be called? Songs that should have won? Almost award-winning songs. Oh, almost award-winning songs. Okay. Boy, you're really 
We're going to have to dig. We're going to have to dig for this one. This one's not going to be so easy, Aaron. We're going to have to actually go back into the archives and look through some categories. But I think it's going to be good. I think we're going to find some real gems here. I think this is one of the most difficult topics you've thrown at me. I'm (laughs) going to have to actually really dig. You're up for the challenge. I know you are. I think I'm going to go through this backwards and go through my favorite songs and see if they were nominated for anything. clever. That's a good way to do it. That's a really good way to do it. Okay. Well, yeah. Have I broken <laughs> you? Have I broken you yes. with this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone out there, if you want to help us and mostly Aaron with this topic, you can always send us songs. You can send us any recommendations for any topic, but especially this one. And you can do that by emailing us at hitsdontlipod at gmail.com or finding us on Twitter or Instagram at hitsdontlipod. And hey, we have a website now, hitsdontlie.com. You can just go there to find all of our episodes and information. And Jacob did a great job on it. Thank you for putting that together. Still a little bit in the works, but it's there. Now we have a little spot on the web and you can still find us on socials we're at hits don't my pod on instagram and twitter you can follow us there and for four dollars a month you can get some extra content on our patreon again that's at hits don't my pod and anywhere you're listening to us if you could consider liking us following us rating us five stars on apple podcasts anything helps and even just listening Thank you so much. Thank you. We love the fact that you're out there on your commute or getting ready or wherever you are listening to us on your walk. (laughs) It makes us really happy to think about that. So thank you guys so much and keep in touch. Yes. And until next time. Bye. Bye.